0: Now, we're going to be looking for a little while at chapter 16. There are many greetings in this. Just This is Paul, the great mystic, saying, Oh, be sure to say hello to... Why? Love. Love. He wants to greet people. Build them up. He's not running for mayor. You know, it's love. So, I commend to you our sister Phoebe... A deaconess of the church at uh, Sorry here at Cancra. I want to take a look at this. Um, I should have the Greek here. I want to take a look at a word here. Uh, well, somehow I don't want to have it here. Uh, anyway, Phoebe is a deaconess. Now, what does that mean? You know. We're not quite sure. It's the feminine of deacon. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Did they ordain these women? They may have, because ordaining just means putting you in a place in the church. It doesn't mean they're making you a priest. Ordination for us always means priest or bishop or something, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, It just means putting in an order, putting in a place. But there's been a lot of the... One thing is sure. Women were never ordained priest or bishop. And uh, I did a lot of work. I have have a book published on feminism when I went into the issue. Now, have women been not granted the influence that they should have? Yes. And we're changing that. They should be consulters. They should be there, you know. Uh, and the big fight right now is over whether they should be um, uh, ordained it's not a fight anymore the Pope settled it no but the way to sanctity is wide open tell me this without any any insult intended the Bishop of Calcutta when Mother Teresa was living who was it you don't know I don't know Only maybe some of the people in Calcutta know. But everybody knows Mother Teresa. Why? Because sanctity and prophecy outrank order. Not in, you know, like authority. But in power to change. Who do you think changed more people? Padre Pio or all the rest of the clergy in Italy? Think about it. That's all this being said. Now, if the power structure is set up that it's abused, oh, well then, we got a problem. The problem is reform. Uh, So, so anyway, she's a deaconess of the church uh, at Cancray. Now, receive her in the Lord as befits the saints and help her in whatever she may require from you for she has been a helper of many and of myself as well. Phoebe is one of those women that are always given by the Lord to the church. They're intelligent, they're generous, they want to help, they're discreet. If they have money, they help with money. If they have talent, they help with talent. You know, it is such a joy to work with people like that. And it, the support you feel is so beautiful. Men are nice, but they can't provide that kind of support somehow uh, that women do. Now, none of the women that I've ever worked with are ordained deaconesses. I don't think think they even do that anymore. They would, could, but uh, it's uh, Honor Phoebe, the first one you mentioned. I commend Phoebe to you because he must have known she was on her way to Rome. And I want you to know who she is and welcome her, you see. and Then pre- greet Prisca and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus. You remember who they are? Prisca and Aquila. Do you remember? And Paul met them and uh, uh, gave them more instruction and they helped him. And then they worked with him for a while. So a couple. And now they're in Rome. Um, they risk their necks for my life to whom not only I but also all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks they're Gentiles they're non jews probably greet also the church in their house now this this is where historians glean what was life like in this early first century Christian community there's an ecclesia a gathering that meets in their house what for Bible study, prayer, song, help the poor, maybe liturgy, Uh, you see, uh, greet the church. Aquila and Priscilla are so generous that they throw open their house. If you want to get a feel for that, read, and we'll be there one day ourselves, read 1 Corinthians 11 where Paul is saying, listen, you're celebrating the Eucharist, you're making a mockery of it. First place, there's divisions among you. That's awful. Then, some people come and feed their own face and don't worry about the the poor. These are the sins against the Eucharist. Despising the poor. And factions among you. So, the ecclesia met in homes a lot. Where would they go? You know, they were a minority, a suspect religious sect. Where would they go? They go to the houses of those who had big houses and meet. Remember that wonderful story? Paul was up on the second story, so it was a big house, you know, to have a second story. And he's preaching, and Tychicus falls out of the window. Remember that? That was a liturgy. So be careful. When the priest goes on too long, don't go to sleep. You'll fall out the window. You see? And so, uh, for she has been a helper of many. Greet uh, Prisca and Aquila. and Then greet Mary, who has worked hard among you. He knows what's going on in that community there. And he says, greet Mary, uh, who has worked hard. Greet Andronicus and Junius, my kinsmen, And my fellow prisoners, they are men of note among the apostles, and they were in Christ before me. Those are Jewish names. And so, then greet Ampliatus, my beloved in the Lord. That's all we know about Ampliatus. Close friend of Paul. And he's in Rome. Why am I reading this? Well, it's the Word of God. But it's the Word of God instructing us how to relate to each other. That's why it's such a beautiful thing, as I've said, when after Mass, oh, I don't know, maybe a hundred people congregate up on the Esplanade. there. They don't go home. i got to get home and get my breakfast or go play golf. Or They talk to each other. The children are running around playing with each other. That's the fruit of the Eucharist. You see? Uh, Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my beloved stakis Now you see the historians will go through these names. So now that's a Greek name, that's a Semitic name. So the composition of this community must have been such percent of this, such percent of that. We're just reading it to get a feel for how to relate, you see. Greet my kinsman Herodion. What kind of kinsman? Does that mean just because he's Jewish or because he's part of the same family? We don't know. Greet those in the Lord who belong to the family of Narcissus. Greet those working in the workers in the Lord uh, Trifania and Trephosa. Greet the beloved Persis, who has worked hard in the Lord. He doesn't see all these people he remembers and he greets them all. That's like standing outside after mass. Love, affection. It's not just piety. Greet Rufus, eminent in the Lord. And also his mother and mine. That means he stayed at their house. And his mom fixed food for them. I've had that. One night I used to go up and visit Haifa and work with the prayer group up there. Haifa's in the north of Israel, and I lived in Israel. And I remember I stayed with one of the leaders of the Palestinian prayer group. And uh, we slept on the floor because that's the way they do. It was just a mat on the floor. It was delicious. I mean, I slept fine... In the morning, uh, there would be breakfast, hummus, full, beans, an egg, and an onion, and nice big black coffee. But if I was there for supper, there was always stuffed pigeon, because she knew I liked that. Can you imagine? So, his mom died, and now I was visiting just Camille and his wife, Agnes. I had just come in from the U.S., and I came just to visit them. I didn't have a group with me or anything. I just came to visit them. We sat down to supper. What do you think was for supper? Stuffed pigeon. Because they knew I liked it. Do you see how much you can convey just through food, through friendliness, through... If your heart's alive, if the Lord Christ lives in your heart and you have His affection, I mean affection. Lord loves us with affection. You see what can happen? Okay. Uh... Greet one another with a holy kiss or a holy greeting. All the churches of Christ greet you. All the ones I visited, they greet you. I appeal to you, brethren, take note of those who create dissensions and difficulties in opposition to the doctrine which you haven't been taught. Avoid them. Just say, look, we're busy. you know. But such persons do not serve our Lord Christ but their own appetites. And by fair and flattering words, They deceive the hearts of the simple minded. Simple people, you can dazzle them if you have the right kind of dazzling equipment, you see? For while your obedience is known to all, so that I rejoice over you, I would have you wise as to what is good and guileless as to what is evil. Watch yourselves. Not everybody who comes into your community will be a living saint. Use your brains. This is the way saints talk. You see, use your head. This guy's a crook. You see? And some are great like that. You know, Mother Teresa was like that. So is Mother Sister Madeline of Jesus, who founded the uh, Little Sisters of Jesus. Very practical women. Uh, Then he ends Now to him is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation of the mystery, which is kept secret for long ages, but is now disclosed, and through the prophetic writings, the disclosure is Jesus. But being able to grasp it, that's the that's the that's the Old Testament. You understand the Old Testament, you understand Jesus. You see, now it's being made known to all the nations, uh, according to the command of the eternal God, to bring about the obedience of faith. To the only wise God be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. Amen. And he ends the letter. Greeting everybody out of love. He had a strong affection, Paul. And if you've met people like this, you know, it's very manly, but it's very strong. And uh, this is what men need to build one another up. They have confidence. They're not in competition for everything and trying to impress one another. They have real manly love for each other. That's what builds up. And so, that's the way uh, Paul ends his letter to the Romans. As I say, if we were historians, we could go through and pick all these names out and try to figure out who they were, figure out what the percentage of women is to men. I forgot what it is now. Six out of ten, I think. I forget now. Uh, What the percentage of Jew is to, to Gentile. Lots of things you can do if you're clever and energetic, but we're interested in the message of the Lord through Paul. Now we've ended Romans, and next time we'll start with the first letter of John. Amen.